Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A two-part virtual workshop series. Another two-parter. Another two-parter. This one is Fusion Leading Multi-Generational Teams. Oh, yes. They've offered that in person yes, before, before the COVID times, and very interesting. I, I went through it. It was very interesting. It's presented by Mitch and Tisha. Yay! The power team. The power team. It is a hands-on journey to a better understanding of generational differences. Using our innovative and proprietary generational game board, participants will explore the various social, political, and economic influences that shaped the working attitudes of the greatest generation, baby boomers, Generation X, millennials, and now Generation Z. You know, I think the greatest generation is Gen X. I agree. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, the greatest generation may beg to differ. I don't know. Attendees will learn an appreciation for each of the major generational groups active in the workplace today. They will gain an overview of the challenges and opportunities multi-generational teams present. They'll learn insights regarding the worldview, needs, and skills of various sets of generations. And? And they'll gain an understanding of how to facilitate effective collaboration among multi-generational group members. Well, Mitch and Tisha do a great job. It's going to be a great two-part workshop. They will. So if you've ever, like... You know, we all like to bag on like the Gen, <laughs> Gen, Gen the, Z, the millennials, the millennials, and the Gen Zs. So we're like, oh, those millennials, they just want to work on their computers all day and blah blah blah. If you like, if you've ever felt like that and you don't know how to connect with those people, or if you're a millennial and don't know how to connect with the old people who can't <laughs> figure out Zoom, I am technologically <laughs> inept. I cannot figure out the Zoom. Uh, then. This This workshop workshop is for you. It'll help you build those relationships and figure out how can I work with these old people or how can I work with these young people? It'll bring it all together. This workshop is for you. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Karen Fisher, owner of Art Mart in the Village. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. No problem. Now, I don't know that much about you, so tell us about yourself. Are you a Munsonian, always been here, or from someplace else? No, I am not from Muncie. I um, was born and raised in South Bend, Okay. and I came to Muncie to go to Ball State uh, back in 1972. All right. And so when I graduated from Ball State, my plan was to get out of Dodge. Mm -hmm. But right before I graduated, within a month before I graduated, I met my husband, who is a local guy. Okay. And he had been away and then moved home. So you were stuck after that. I was stuck, and it took me 20 (laughs) years to realize that I was just stuck here. If I was going to stick with him, I was going to be here. So at that time, it's like, okay, if I want to have a better place to live, then I need to try to make it better. So I'm here, and I'm trying to make it better. Now, Art Mart, tell me about Mm -hmm. that and how that all came about for you. 
Uh, Art Mart is a art supply store, mm-hmm. a fine art supply store. We like to try to uh, distinguish us from the craft stores. Mm-hmm. I was an employee of the former uh, owners, and after eight or nine years of working for them, and as a joke, we had always talked about, oh, when you guys are done with this, we'll buy it, and blah, blah, blah. And they came to us and said, guess what? We're done with this. <laughs> And do you want to buy this still? And so that set our ownership in motion. And we were able to buy the business. And that was about 19 years ago. Okay. I still love it. I have been able to retire for a few years now, but I am really not ready to. I just really like what I do. Uh, We have so many student customers, Mm -hmm. uh, probably 90% of our business is student business. And so the students help uh, fire me up and keep me real young. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel uh, engaged in that community. And certainly I have a little bit more knowledge of what's going on as far as our future generations go, than I would if I wasn't still in the business. I Mm -hmm. feel that way. As far as being in the art supply business, I'm just kind of a supply geek. Mm -hmm. I just like supplies of any kind. And I used to think if I ever wanted to own a business, I would own a hardware store. Because supplies. (laughs) And so um, when I was able to go to work for Brian and Jenny Gordy, they were were, um, previous owners. You know, I was kind of in, in my element then, and I was really hooked on it. I had never worked retail before. So even though there are some downfalls to working retail, it's still a a great position. It's a great gig for me. I still love it very much. And I do enjoy going to work every day. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Now, the Art Mart has not always been in the same place. Am I right on that? Meaning you are you've right. Moved you around right. in the village a bit. It has moved around. It's only moved twice. Well, okay. actually, it's been it's moved three times in the okay. village. Twice since we were in one spot, and we had to move from that spot to our current position. The spot that was before that had been taken down to build the blue bottle, which was oh, okay. now the rec- it's now the recruiting. Yeah. Um, yeah, station. I used to go to that blue bottle all the time. Yeah. I, I worked across the street at SpinWeb, a little okay. web development yep. company. Yep, I remember uh, that. Back, back in the 2000s. And sure. We would walk over there and get our coffee. Yep, <laughs> yep. It was a great place. So we just outgrew our last yeah. spot, and we were able to find this one that's just really basically across the street, and we had twice the amount of room. So we're out of mo- room now, but um, we are in a good spot for us. I feel like we need to stay somewhere very close to the university because I kind of think it's a give and take uh, relationship between the university, art department, Mm -hmm. architecture, theater, any of those creative areas. We work, we try to work with them as as closely as we can. So tell me about some of the students that have come in, come and gone in your tenure there. Like, uh, are there any that stand out to you that you're like, they went on to do great things? Oh, actually, there are a few, and we've been lucky enough to have, we employ students. Okay. So, you know, they move through our place of business about every three or four years, so Mm -hmm. we don't have to hire very often, which is a really nice thing. (laughs) But at the same time, then we lose a crew of people. But we have had um, some of our former crew members gone on to, they're designing uh, video games and you know, they've just, they're doing great work and they're scattered all off the United States. And we always, um, we try to keep in touch with all of them and just, you know, keep up with what they're doing on a daily basis and how they've gone through into their careers and stuff. Most of them are working still in some sort of art-related business, whether they're just being um, an artist or... Freelancers, graphic designers, different things like that. Yep. 
So we hear a lot of people talk about, oh, kids these days and millennials and all of that about the bad qualities of them. But what are some of the good things that you've noticed uh, working with these students and, you know, employing them and having them come in and, buy, you know, be patrons and things like that as well? Well, they're just like we are. I mean, they want a good deal just like we do. Uh, they want quality stuff just like we do. Um, you know, they really want peace in the world just like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, they want COVID to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are respectful more than what people give them credit for, I mm-hmm. think. I have never felt anything but respect from them. I feel like, you know, I'm kind of the grandmother in the room. Uh, but uh, that's okay. I don't mind that position at all because I love to see their reaction. Some of my younger employees may um, have an issue or something like that with a customer. If I walk out there and I'm ready to talk with the customer, the attitude is completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that most of the kids were raised to be respectful and it comes out when when I respect them as a person they are certainly respectful back to me we have been very lucky in that we have not had one issue with a person coming into our shop since we've been reopened we were closed for about three months and when we reopened we put the mask mandate up before the state had put the mask mandate up and so we have not had one person give us a hassle about we have a basket of masks there for anyone that hasn't brought one with them i don't think we've given a hundred masks out in in these few months that we've been reopen now kids are coming in with them on they're keeping them on they're wearing them correctly you know i would I, say the the youth of the world is doing better at masking than absolutely. definitely yeah. anybody over absolutely. 40 absolutely <laughs> sure. i yes. see more people my age or between 30 and my age that are not wearing masks than I than I do with the younger generation. I mean, they're just doing it. They're accepting it, but they also want it to be gone. Yes. Yeah. And they know that that's part of what has to happen in order for it to go. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I really appreciate that. We were we changed a lot of things around at the shop. You know, there's all kinds of stuff to touch, and pe- oh, yeah. artists oh, yeah. and people just in general want to touch it, want to try it. And so we've had, for years, we've had try-it stations all through the shop. We had to kind of put that stuff away, and we're asking people to ask us for it now instead of it just all being out on the shelves. But still, there's no way to for us to police people picking up a pencil or a pen or a tube of paint. There's no way for us to do that, and that's I wouldn't want to try to you know, put the kibosh on someone so so badly that they wouldn't feel like they could be free enough to pick up something and look at it. So we've got hand sanitizer all over the shop. We threw back to school. I was very nervous about the number of people that Mm -hmm. were in the shop. It's still not large. And when you get a few people in there, it gets crowded. So we had, we made some new arrangements. We had people at the door counting and and had a little pop-up tent out there. And it was kind of a welcome area for the, for the, our customers coming in. And you know, we, everybody was just very good and very relaxed and, you know, happy to see us again, I think. And we were certainly happy to see them after having a basically six months worth of summertime. Yeah. Because in the in the summer, the village business is very poor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then yeah. the three months before that, March to yeah. June. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gone was yes. out, out. It was a long summer. So we were very glad to see them come back, but at the same time apprehensive about how all this was going to go. Yeah. 
But like I said, we made some changes and we did a lot of deliveries over to the university more than what we usually do. And that worked out great. And where our business is not as good as it has been generally through our back to school season, we're here, we're still here, and very glad to still be here. Awesome. So, yeah, I feel positive about it. Good. No problem. Now, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Now, are you an artist? Do you have um, any uh, mediums you work in at I all? do. I do. Um, it's hard to s- not say what medium and and say that I don't work in it because it's f- very hard for me to choose one. Okay. I am a 2D creator. Okay. I hate to use the word artist with myself because when I look at other people's art, I go, that's <laughs> an artist. Yeah. That's an artist. And then when I compare my own, it's just like, mm, not there yet. But... Um, I love to paint, and I've been recently working with pastels. Okay. So it's a very similar um, process in that one is dry and one is wet. But um, I'm mainly a 2D artist. I don't do a lot of 3D art, although I like it. And so every now and then I just have to make something. Excellent. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. I would like to spend some time out west. I have never done that. I've never driven west. I've always flown. Mm -hmm. And there are certain sections of the country that I have never been to, and I would like to go to the Dakotas. I've never been to uh, Mount Rushmore. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I've seen it, Mm -hmm. but, you know, from many miles (laughs) up or so, yeah. But I'd like to, that's what I would like to do is, is spend some time in the middle of the country and just kind of, um, see all the stuff there is to see. I mean, I've had stories and heard tales of what people have done and have just, you know, would love to be able to do that at some point. And maybe when I do finally retire, or maybe we will be able to do that. Oh. Now, you've been in business for a while. So what what's something you wish you would have known back then that you know now? I was never on the business end when I worked for the previous owners, when I worked for Gordy's Art Mart. I was the retail and I was the ordering, I, I did the supplies, I did that kind of stuff, I worked with the customers, but I was never in the business end of it. And so when we bought the business, I had a couple of wonderful mentors, but I was just, I didn't know what I was doing. And I wish that I had had some business training of some sort. I mean, I wasn't even fluent on the computer. I'm still not. You know, I can clunk around on it. But I wish I had, because of when I went to school, that wasn't an, a, thing. Wasn't a thing. It wasn't yeah. a thing. If you could type, good. You know, but you didn't have to know how to, you didn't know technology. Mm-hmm. Also, I was in art education. And so education, 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 and art combined. And nothing about business. You know, I think it would be really advantageous to any student now to have some business courses. You never know where you're going to end up. I would have never dreamed that this was what I was going to be doing. If I had had some business, a little bit, uh, some basic business courses, I think it would have helped me. And I think it would help anybody, even just in their personal life, if they knew a little bit about finance and about how business works because if you really think about it even when you're working for someone else you are your own business mm-hmm. i mean you have to be responsible so um i just think it would be advantageous for anybody to have some business and that's what i would have liked to have had a little bit more of when i first got into the business because i was just overwhelmed oh yeah basically 
I know I was at one job, and then I got to see behind the curtain. I was scared of it. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I, well, I I went to school for music, so I didn't have any business training. But then Mm -hmm. I ended up working in business my whole life. But so I was always the behind the scenes person, Mm -hmm. which is great. I know how I can make the computer do what I need it to do, and I can work QuickBooks or whatever. But what I didn't have was any sales experience or customer experience. So Mm. then when I started Farmhouse, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to learn how to sell. Yeah. (laughs) Or talk to people. Or talk to somebody who knows how. Exactly. Well, I'd had all that. Uh I was a teacher. I was a waitress. I was a bartender for many years. So I, I... like people Mm -hmm. i can talk to people fairly easily so going into the retail part wasn't hard for me but the behind the Mm -hmm. scenes was just stark i think because i just felt like very alone and just like who can i ask i don't know what i'm doing here and (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. luckily like i said i had two a couple very good mentors now what bar did you work at I worked at several, uh, but my last place that I worked was La Hacienda down on Madison Street. Oh, yeah, those margaritas mm-hmm. are amazing. Absolutely, I was a margarita maker, <laughs> believe me. Excellent. And what did you teach? Was it? Did you teach art? Or? I didn't. I taught reading. Okay. I taught reading at the middle school level. Okay. And um, that is a whole another story but it was it was a very good experience and i love the middle school age kids which is a kind of a hard i um, agree i love middle schoolers yeah, you, gotta, like you gotta like them or i don't you like, don't them. like nope. them. Yeah. you know it's just uh, one Matt of the doesn't, two but i used to be in a previous life a preacher's wife and i did all of the junior high mm-hmm. youth programming mm-hmm. and stuff and i I love them. I yeah. still love them. I, I still call myself too. the teenage whisperer. We've got a 16-year-old and we have a 6-year-old. And the 6-year-old oh. most of the time hates my guts, but the 16-year-old thinks I'm okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> so You're doing something right <laughs> if they think you're okay. <laughs> he might not think I'm cool, but he thinks I'm okay, which is all right. <laughs> and now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Music. Um, <laughs> music, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. very nice. Mm-hmm. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, I'm an early bird. That's the best time of the day. 4 a.m., get going. Uh, 4, oh, wow. Yeah, like yeah. Super early I'm just, bird. yeah, yeah. But at 8, 8 p.m., I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm early. What's your favorite book? I'm reading a really good one right now, but I think overall To Kill a Mockingbird would be my favorite book that I ever That's read. That's been a few That's other guests. That's been a uh, favorite, answer, yeah. Really? Favorite yeah. book really? before. Yeah, it's a yes. good book. It's excellent. Have you ever met anyone famous? Eugene McCarthy. Okay. I don't know if everybody even knows who that is anymore, but he was a presidential can- um, a candidate yeah. in 1970 or 72. 72. Now, was he related to McCarthy, the Red Scare McCarthy? Or? No, but no? my my maiden name is McCarthy. Oh, okay. And so I was in Chicago. My sister lived in Chicago at the time, and we saw him from across the street, and we ran over there. And he actually comes from the same, his family comes from the same area in Ireland that, that my family came from. Oh, okay. And so it was just fun to meet him. And I don't think I've met anyone else famous at all besides him. All right. What's your guilty pleasure? Um, <laughs> wine, chocolate, something uh, different. Trashy TV. Ice cream for breakfast. Hey, what? Can't, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I, ice cream for breakfast. I agree. I concur. I, there is never a wrong time for ice cream. There just isn't. And so, you know, it's a dairy product. Why not have it for breakfast? Sure. So yeah. what's your uh, favorite flavor? Butter pecan. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> with Matt. He loves butter pecan. Oh, I do that too, yeah. That pistachio almond. 
like oh, that too. I've been wanting to try that. I've never tried that. Oh, it's, it's good. Good so the, stuff. The huh? barking cow has it sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. We like the barking yeah. cow. What's your favorite movie? I think it's How the West was one uh, long ago made movie from the 1960s. Okay. Um, had lots of stars in it. Cinematic Vision, one of the first ones to have the shot in panorama. It's one oh. of the first ones. Yeah. Great old movie. Very good. What's your hidden talent? What can you do that nobody else can? I don't I don't have a hidden talent. <laughs> I just do not. We've had somebody who not. can what, wiggle their ears. We had a couple yeah. weeks ago. Make goat sounds. All kinds <laughs> of stuff. Make goat noises. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> no, nope, I don't think I that? have one. I haven't found it yet. It's very well hidden. I just You can make the it. best margaritas. How about that? Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I will take that. That's yes, a good skill yes. to have. <laughs> I do feel like I was a skillful bartender. Yes. But, do you sing in the shower? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And that's the only place I would sing. <laughs> hey, you don't sing in the car, do you? Uh, yes, I will sing in the car. Okay. Yeah, only when I'm alone, though. Now, what okay. are you singing? Joni Mitchell or something Oh, else? sure. Anything that comes on the radio. Okay. Even if I'll hum to it or whistle to it, and if I, even if I don't know the words. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, Star Trek. Okay. Oh, Intellectual. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What's the most used emoji on your phone? Oh, probably a heart. Yeah. 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 Pretty basic. That one, it goes yeah, for everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't that go wrong with it. That's the symbol. Yeah. I use that quite a lot, too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really You're appreciate welcome. you coming in. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. No Bye. You know, we're approaching our 100th episode. We are. I know. 100, 100 episodes. 100 interviews. 100 things of us talking to each other. Banter segments. Banter segments. Some some of it good. Some of it not so good. Now, in that first year, we, we really told your story yep. of going from a youth pastor's wife to boss lady yep. here at the farmhouse. The second year, we've really just focused on the fun stuff. Yeah, whatever just floats our boat, whatever we decide to talk about that day, or whatever I have put together for banter that my husband then rejects and does not want to use. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, we did eight more episodes than just the podcast portion. Oh, that's true. So the eight episodes were vodcast, where we had video uh, because of the COVID situation. Uh, Yep, the the pod, the vodcast. And we had uh, at least three different women on with us every week. So that was 24 I believe, if I if, if my math is calculated right. Yeah, I think so. Eight times three. 24. 24 <laughs> <laughs> women in that eight-week period that yeah. we talked to, and we found out how they were coping with uh, the COVID situation. Absolutely. So not just 100 women now, more than that. More I, than that. I don't know the math, but more than that. <laughs> now, I'm looking at our, 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 our back end our, our of stats. our website, our stats, our analytics. We have had, to date... 27,270 downloads. That's a lot of downloads. For a, for a little podcast that's like focused in a very specific niche area. Muncie, East Central Indiana. That's our that's our market for right. this. And we've had 27,000 downloads. That's, I think that's pretty good. Do we have, who are our top or downloads? Top yes. downloads. Okay, so these are the all-time right. 
most popular shows that we have. I'll go I'll go backwards from 10 to 1. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so first off, uh, episode uh, 20, Cheryl Crowder. Okay. And then Liz Ludwig, Carolyn Buffy Greaves is number 8. Oh, Buffy. Number 7, Heidi Hale. Mm. Number 5, Laura Williamson. And then Caitlin Winkle. Caitlin. Charlize Jameson. Okay. Kendra Haggard and Carrie Whistle. Really? Yeah, they were they're number oh, they, three. They were a tag team. They were a tag team, and that is the worst sounding episode we ever had. Yeah, don't look don't if you haven't listened <laughs> to it, don't download that one. It's terrible. We that was a computer glitch thing that happened and we all sounded like we were talking in trash cans. We we were still learning at that point. That's right. That was episode eight. So okay. only eight only episodes eight in. in. Tara Smallstig. Okay. Episode fifty seven. She is number two. We also had Chris Day on the end of that one too. That's true. Number one, total downloads. Let me guess. The first episode. Natasha Barnes Griffin. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, Now, get this. We've recorded. Not even recorded. This is uploaded. Uploaded. Content. 50 hours and six minutes. Oh, my goodness. To date. 50 hours. 50 hours of interviews with the most interesting women of Muncie. That's pretty cool. And we're not even done yet. You've got a list. I have a list. I mean, of the people that I think would be good interviews. I get suggestions all the time. Of and like, check out this person. We've had a couple just this the last month or so that have come from specific suggestions from people. So if you think you've got somebody who would be a great guest, or you think you yourself would be a great guest, let us know because I, you know, I love to hear from other people, people who I may not know or anything like that. So if you want to make an introduction, that would be great. And we're always wanting people to call into our number. Yes, call it, into our number. We it's have a had special one, number. We've had one person call into our number. 765-233-2640. That's a Google voice number. It will record you, right. your message. Your mes- you don't even have to talk to us. You call, it goes straight to voicemail, so you're not going to bother Matt and Angie during work time or if you decide to call at midnight or whatever, like... You will not bother us. It'll go straight to voicemail, and then we can use it on the show, and then we know people are like actually listening to what we're saying. That's also a text number. You can text oh, it. Oh, yeah. You can text it, too. 765-233-2640. You can text us maybe a suggestion for uh, a woman yeah. that we should interview on the show, or maybe you just want to prank us. That's okay. That's fine, too. I'll take it. At least then I know people are paying attention. So, uh, Or if you want, to hear, here's a secret code word that we know that you're listening, right? Yeah. Secret what, code word? Yeah. Call in with the code word. <laughs> What's our code word? What do we want to call Banana? It? Yeah. Banana. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> call in and tell us banana. Okay? That was on a Family Guy episode, and I just thought it was funny. Oh. Okay, shows you how much I listen to Family Guy. <laughs> All right, but we are getting ready, as we have talked about, we're getting ready for our 100th episode. So yes. what is that going to entail, husband? Do you know? I don't know, because no. I do not know your plans for the 100th right. episode. Because I am the planner of this this show. I schedule the guests, I except for when the husband likes to... Uh, oh, I throw her some... Uh, he likes to throw me some curveballs, which, I mean, he has good guests, but they weren't on my... my They weren't quite on my list, but that's okay. I got him. We get him in anyway. It's fine. She's flexible. She can, she can move things around. I don't like to be flexible, but I'm, <laughs> I'm learning how to be flexible. Anyway, so for the 100th episode, number one, I'm going to ask our moms to come on the show. I bet they're going they're to say going no They're going to tell us again. no. I'm, I'm, we asked them last year. I know. It was going to be a special holiday Episode. episode and no they would not well, come on the show i am putting the word out to my mother because i know she listens to this podcast occasionally i know your mom does not that's fine um but 
<laughs> we we got her so many Alexas and Echoes, and I mean, still no. Fun. No, she she does not want to hear us tell stories from our childhood. Childhood, and neither does my mom, but she still listens anyway. Anyway, so I'm going to ask the moms. They're going to tell me no. That's fine. But we are going to hopefully have some questions and answers. So you listeners. Yes. Call in. Okay. Or email in or send a carrier pigeon or text us or however you want to get the information to us. Facebook messages. I don't care. You want the listeners to ask us, me and you, questions Questions. that we will answer on the podcast. Yes. It can be about business. It can be about the podcast or just personal stuff. What's it like to work with your spouse? Mostly okay. Sometimes not great. (laughs) Well, don't answer it right now. Oh, I know. Have somebody ask you So ask us questions, listener questions. We will answer them. Anything you ever wanted to know about Matt and Angie is what it's going to be. 765-233-2640. 765-233-2640. Yes. So after that, after we do our questions and answers, that we are going to get questions for, from our from our loyal fans, then we're going to play the lightning round. With we're, each other. With each other. We're going to okay. answer the light. We, we ask all of our people, all of our guests. All year we have asked these questions to our guests. Yes. Now we're going now to Now we are going them. to answer them. And some of them you might be able to guess some of the answers, like Star Wars or Star Trek. I wonder what, who's going to say what. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but we'll answer all of the questions and do our own version of the lightning round. And maybe we'll bring in Amy. I don't know. We'll see how we feel that day. So that's just a few episodes away. It so is. be sure to get your questions in now. Yes, please. Don't leave me hanging so I have to like make up questions. That's not fun. I don't want to do that. So get us your questions. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has Has gone gone boss. boss.